1: From the 5th Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to High School Hoops with
2: your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to High School Hoops. Um, this week we're going to do a little different. I haven't done this before. Um, we're going to talk about coaching youth hoops. Uh, but before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market, bar none. We own three of them. Go over and check them out. They're being innovative. They will take really they will take unbelievably good care of you. You can ask James, let them know that I sent you. They will take good care of you. They'll give you 450 bucks off, but they'll take really, really, really good care of you. I trust, trust me. Um, we have a great relationship with uh with Dr. Dish. Um, so what I was saying before is kind of hijacked high school hoops this week, because if you're a high school coach, you have a youth program. If you don't, we got to talk, but um, we, we launched uh, Bill and I coach, Bill and I launched uh, coaching youth hoops a week and a half ago. It's everything your youth program needs. It's a roadmap. It's practice plans. It's the drills. It's everything. You can just boom, sign it. And there's a form over there where you can email um, us, go over to coaching contact us and we can f- figure it out for your entire youth program or just maybe you maybe you're a youth coach and want to help your um your son or daughter out. So um it's everything that you need. Um we're going to talk about uh the the site. So if you're listening to this, you can go down to the YouTube link down below um and we're going to answer questions from from youth coaches about the struggles that they have. And as a high school coach, I want to know that I want to know the struggles that they're having. Um, so go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast.
1: Coaches, if you don't mind, turn on your video, too. We'd love to see your uh, see your faces. We have a quick chat. Yeah, this is kind of like is.
4: a thing. I'm on Zoom pretty much all, all the time. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it's part of the
3: job. Part of the job. I spent a whole year on Zoom in this room, actually. It was horrible for teaching. It was horrible. I hated it. But anyway, made me clean up my office. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll give everybody a couple more minutes. Hey, in the chat, why don't you tell me where you coach or what grade level you coach? Where are you coaching in the grade level? See if we can so, get it over in the chat. So or, city
1: and city and grade? Yeah, or city something State, like that. i just more something, interested. Yeah, what? Yeah. Grade school or whatever you're doing, if you have an AU team
0: or. Well, I know where Decanter is. Shoot.
3: Fort white florida okay alex
4: where 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 is that in florida so it's uh i want to say it's about 30 mile 30 minutes outside of gainesville okay i know where that is yep yeah. so have you, have you ever heard of alachua uh-huh yeah I'm, I'm i'm two towns over from alachua
3: okay yeah we our, our dogs are named sanibel and disney so we've spent a little time in- <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> There's no Sanibel anymore, because the, 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 the hurricane went over the island, <laughs> but we, we still love it. No, so I can't Ohio here. Uh, D.C. Love D.C. Minnesota. Cape Cod. Oh, I proposed to my wife on the Cape. Where did we stay? Um, it was on Sunset. We couldn't find a place to park. They were like, we couldn't find it. Anyway, I eventually did it what was it beach Beachworth, beach something was the bed and breakfast we stayed at but springfield illinois
1: we have nobody uh west of the mississippi yet coach i know the well, california maybe. people it's 5 30 five o'clock here
3: canton my my daughter's going to ohio so baldwin wallace for college so I've,
4: yeah, I'm, and, I'm actually i'm from akron ohio not
3: too you far. are yeah my my sister-in- law lives in uh, outside of Columbus in New Albany, so I've spent some time oh, yeah. in Ohio yeah, yeah but I hadn't heard of Baldwin Wallace until my daughter decided she wanted to be an actress so good we, school good school yeah, I think so she she seems since she got in the BFA program, so she's pretty excited. All right, we'll give a thirty another, another minute or so you think coach and then we'll get going. yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely.
3: For those of you that don't know or don't listen to the podcast, I'm an a- I'm a stats teacher, and I teach AP stats, and the test is tomorrow. The AP test is tomorrow. So I'm calm now because it's over. I can't do anything. If they don't know it by now, I can't do anything. So it's the calm. And then they'll all come, come yell at me on Friday that we didn't learn anything. and
1: Just like coaching.
3: It's similar, like- to, coaching. Yeah. similar
1: yeah. to coaching. Do you get the parent phone calls, though?
3: me and for yeah, that now no, no, i don't okay. as much all right keith's coming in all right coach you want to you want to take the lead on this i think we're just gonna are we gonna go off of uh
1: asking them some questions and stuff yeah yeah let's uh we'll just start there have a quick we'll have a conversation what you guys need looking for uh yeah so anyway guys thanks and for we got a bunch today. of stuff to give away oh, again yeah. too so people that have joined we're
3: going to give that ic3 away And then we've got a bunch of other stuff, some really cool stuff that, that we're going to give away at the end too. So stick around to the end, even though hopefully this is useful for all of you, but, or, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to shout it out, you can put it in the chat too, as we, as we want to make this the best thing for all of you. Um, That's why we're kind of doing this beta thing before the season starts in the fall. So um, the more input we can get, the better off we're going to be. Go ahead, coach. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, you're doing good. Uh, yeah, so you got to stick around to the end. What did we say? We got about three hours worth of material that we're going yeah, through? three
3: hours. I've, <laughs> I've, I have sushi in the refrigerator, and I live in
1: Wisconsin, so it won't last very long. <laughs> it's already 10 days old if it's uh sushi in Wisconsin. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, while it actually just made me think about this, too. Um, if you want to shout out or, or, uh, just in the chat, at, uh, when does your season start? So we know, you know, and at least in the States, we're a little bit early, um, for most, uh, for most coaches, um, Oh, Alex, he's, he's in it. He's in the thick of it right now. Uh, as the, as people were, uh, um, you know, signing up and and such, yeah, I, I noticed that some of you guys, you know, have a, have an early season or you're playing summer ball. So that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, so for so if you haven't signed up yet for coaching youth hoops, go to coaching There's still time to win that IC three because we're giving it away at the end. So if you haven't haven't uh, taken the leap of faith here and trusted Steve and I that we're gonna deliver an amazing product, just like a lot of you already have, now's the time, the last chance to win that IC three. So go go to Coaching Youth Hoops right now, sign up, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see that um and we'll see that for the drawing at the end but the other and, other things yeah go ahead
3: coach. go ahead and, and Alex when when we jump in and start asking things that you want in we're kind of building it this is a beta we're still building the thing obviously and putting stuff in we've got tons of stuff we can put in we're just it takes a while to do it so when we get to that f uh, that question and answer let us know what you need now because we can get that we can and the, we'll get that in as soon as we can we're just trying to build it because it looks like most people are starting in the fall so that's kind of what we're thinking um but if people need stuff now like i'm putting some workout i'm slowly putting some workout stuff in there um you know some uh stuff you can do in the driveway that kind of stuff ball handling stuff so i I know people need that in the summer but when we get to that i just didn't want to forget let let us know and we'll 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 find what you need for sure go ahead coach i'm sorry
1: oh no you're good so yeah so let's maybe take a step back of of why you know, why we're doing this in the first place, right? Uh, you know, a lot of us, uh, including myself, when I first started coaching, you know, we're struggling uh, putting practice plans together, knowing well, knowing that we put the right practice plan in place, uh, finding the material, searching Google, going to YouTube, you know, finding the drills, knowing if they're, uh, you know, if the if the you know, kids are developed enough to even do the drill we're asking them to do or the offense we're asking them to run. Um, but the good news is, is we, you know, we created this roadmap for you and we're laying it all out. Steve and I have been coaching a long time. Uh, so we kind of know what works at what age right. and when yeah. you actually should be putting uh, things in and implementing things it's it's like it's like i told you the whole reason so i have coached for
3: i mean i've coached a really. if you know anything about me from basketball won a lot of games i've been very lucky i've coached a really long time i think i know basketball really well i told bill this a long time ago the reason this the, the need for this is well i've coached my kids in soccer and baseball And, uh, sports, I don't, I would have killed this is I we're building this for me as a baseball coach or me as a soccer coach where I kind of know it, but I don't really know it. And our goal is to have the, have everything you guys need. If you don't, if we don't have it, we'll build it. Um, but everything you need as far as here's your practice plans, here's your, I just put up recently and he'll, and coach will show you in a second, like preseason, what do you need to do preseason? checklist how do you do a parent meeting all all the stuff that we've had to do um and i've had to do running my own youth program that's our goal is to kind of and that's what i always have in my head what would i have killed to go walk to the little league diamond what would i have wanted what would i have wanted for those kind of things even though i know baseball i don't know baseball like i don't know it like i know
1: basketball go ahead coach yeah and and i think to that point too is what we want to emphasize is we have time, right Again, a lot of a lot of coaches are starting in the um in this in the fall. Uh, so we want to build this to solve your problems. And even when you're in season, it's like, oh how do I beat uh one, three, one although that'd probably already be in there, but as an example, right uh, or uh some particular defense that you're running up against. I'll just reach out uh, to
3: us. Yeah, I'll tell you so the how do I I need the perfect press break. I've already thought, I mean I already have a press some press break stuff, but I already thought about what people need cuz what happens? You, the the better team comes, they press you, you can't get it over half court, you know, all those kind of things. So we we kind of know that. Those those avenues that we're going to eventually have to get down for all of you. Um do you want to show them some of this coach? I know um you know, we've been pretty busy in that in that class yeah, or
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And our whole goal here is to obviously just, just save you guys time, right? I don't know about you, but I've, I, when I was uh, coaching or I am coaching, uh, still, uh, youth is the amount of time that I put into a practice plan to make sure that it keeps moving, right? Hopefully we've done all the hard work for you so you can just follow the plan, um, step by step, um, you know grade specific as well so you know anywhere from eight to ten hours uh a week depending on how hardcore you get you know how how hardcore you are when it comes to putting a practice plan together and getting the right drill so hopefully we uh uh have that down all right um uh, what did i do with it here coach here we go it's
3: like teaching 101 it's like me today you know let's see I think I got it so you could share there you go coach okay
1: we good you can see my yep. screen uh, yep. let's go back up to the courses so uh when you first log in you'll see uh a screen that looks like this uh there's an intro video of Steve and I just welcoming you plus kind of how to use the courses that's pretty simple it's going kind to of follow the steps uh, you know, just what's included. We have a roadmap for you. Just a simple roadmap, kind of a framework that you can follow to use throughout your season. Uh, I am showing obviously the seventh grade practice plans here. You can see that. Um, so we have uh, practice plans specific for seventh grade, coaches, resources, handbooks, as, as Steve talked about, man offense, zone offense, press and press breaks out of bounds plays, drills, games, small-sided games, ball handling, rebounding. I mean, it should be everything um, that you might need. And and, uh, and we're going to a- be,
3: and we're transparent. It, this, is, this is beta. We're giving you That's beta right. prices. We're going to, we'll leave the beta prices for as long as you stay, but we're going to be building, like the problem is I have so much information. I got to sift through what's good for specific grades. And we spent the last month kind of doing this up to this point. Over the next month or two, you know, again, if someone's coaching summer and they need something, we will find it for you. So we just want to be transparent about that. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. And then uh, you can see all the material as you scroll down. It's all categorized. So uh, hopefully we got the categories correct on how you might think about what you need. So Man-to-man offense, zone offense, press breaks, out-of-bounds plays, offensive drills, etc. You just scroll down and see everything there, and then you can open up. Uh, we'll take a look at the practice plans, for example. Uh, they're by practice, so there's 24 practice plans that are included when you uh, when you uh, buy the uh, Coaching Youth Hoop System, uh, and they're just you can. From here, you can just download, download the practice plan. Um, you can access it from your phone, uh, just as a PDF. If you haven't seen these before, some of you, you know, this might all look familiar to some of you who've bought them, but they're all laid out. Uh, so that was practice, kind of practice one, just in you know, an intro practice, right? But you will see then you got all through 24, it's so a progression throughout the season. All right. Next, uh, here is the coach's roadmap I was talking about. Um, you can see that here as well. Um, all the resources you need just walk you through kind of our five-step thought process on things you need to do throughout the season. Uh, and you can see we've added, you know, offensive examples. Go to the engagement.
3: On. The engagement thing is a fun thing too. If they, if you're looking for something to do outside of basketball, oh, this one, yeah. Yeah. Mm. If you're looking mm-hmm. for something to do outside of basketball, you know, ideas for, you know, non-bad, there's, it's a little bit of everything, things you can do as far as your team engagement, kind of team building
1: and things. Yeah. yeah,
3: All that kind of stuff. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. It'd be hard to do team yoga with second graders, but anyway, there's, depending on the grade level, there's kind of a lot of fun, different things. I've done a bunch of these things with my team. Um, you can make a TikTok with your friends. With your team, but anyway, um,
1: yeah, we can't like, forget that basketball is supposed to be fun too, right? Yeah. Play. If you yeah. go
3: down to the um, go down to the yeah. preseason thing too, there's a checklist down there. Um, there's there's I love that handout too. Like yeah, the preseason that that roadmap kind of will walk. Now this is this is kind of heavy. You're gonna probably have to print this off and read it. Um, but it's gonna walk you through kind of a guide. The the best part is inside of that, we're gonna have like a checklist. We're gonna have, you know, do you have to meet with your youth director or your varsity coach? you have to, you know, all of the things that kind of go into the preseason. And inside of that, that specific course, there's a checklist too. So if coach goes back and you can see there's a checklist of things that, you know, what do you need? You need basketball, all the stuff you don't think about. Some people that have coached won't need this. Some people will dive into more of some of the the nuances, but, um, things that I've thought about in terms of, you know, you know, parents, more you can get the parents to do stuff for you, the better off you are sometimes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so that's just, you know, kind of a, a high level overview of what, you, uh, what to expect. And obviously this is all about aid being age appropriate. So obviously the, the K through two is much different than what the eighth grade team is going to, is going to get. So
3: let somebody right. in here let's let's open it up for questions before we go do the um so we get some good questions answered yeah go and do the give give away the stuff
1: if you know how to use zoom you can just either raise your use the uh tool to raise your yeah once you
3: stop the share there coach there yep. you go perfect awesome so yeah if go ahead go ahead alex
4: Um, so this is kind of like where, uh, I maybe need some help. So I've coached previously, but I've coached JV varsity. Um, I've never been a middle school coach before, and there's one thing about teaching players, um, at the JV level where they have, they obviously have some experience, um, and it's easier to kind of just highlight and, and do some, do some add on training, where I'm at now is um, the program that I'm taking over. The kids I had last year, they have never played basketball before, um, and that was very difficult for me because um, I've never had to teach somebody actually how to play the game itself. At least not not at that level. Like basically, I'm starting from scratch. So, um, just to give you guys a heads up, kind of what I'm looking for is how do I kind of bridge that gap because um, now this this team I have coming up this year. Um, I want to say I have, uh, I think I have three seventh graders, four sixth graders. That will be moving up, so next year I'll have three eighth graders, four seventh graders, and I'm looking to add a couple sixth graders. Um, and how do I how do I kind of, what I'm looking for is how do I kind of bridge that gap from what I know of the game <laughs> to actually teaching, you know teaching yeah. kids who have, who have never played and kind of building, kind of building that, that, um, that camaraderie or that, like building, um, a really good program. Cause that's kind of what I'm looking to do because we really haven't had that in a very long time. I'm going to let
3: Bill jump on this, but can you, um, give me a scale of like, none of them have played some of them, none of them, can none of them dribble. Have... Can they shoot? What give
4: us a, a, a spectrum here a little bit. So, um, I had to kind of makeshift things where I, I had one player I had two players who could dribble. I had a kid who was six, one who's, who was 13 years old and now he's six, two and he's, he's a monster now he's going to ninth grade. Um, but I basically had to, he couldn't really shoot. He was very athletic, run really fast. And he, I just tried to keep it simple rebound don't shoot three stay inside the paint you're taller than everybody just get rebounds get put backs i had two kids who could dribble um i have one kid who's just really athletic he just has a nose for the basketball like he he's just one of those like wherever the basketball is at he gets it he puts it back in um but none of none of my kids can shoot at all and i only had one that could dribble who was in eighth grade he's now moving up to ninth grade so now i i I have one sixth grader who's a pretty decent ball handler, but he can't shoot. Um, And the other kids are kind of like in that middle middle area where they're not very good ball handlers or not very good shooters. But they but they want to learn like they work really hard. It's just trying to get them to try to teach them exactly like I don't I don't even know if like form shooting is even important at this stage in time. Like, is it even possible for me to teach them form shooting or do do I just work with kind of what they already have and just try to accent on that?
1: Go ahead, Bill. I got a bunch of ideas. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So how many practices do you have a
4: week? Uh, So we practice, if we don't have a game, we typically practice every day, but Friday. So I would say in a season, in a season that starts in November ends in the end of January, i probably say we probably get about 20, 25, maybe even 30 practices and we get a lot of practice time.
1: Okay. So you got, you got enough practice time in there. How long each?
4: Um, However long I want them. If I want them two hours, we can do two hours. If I want it to be an hour, it could be an hour. It just depends on what I want to do.
1: Okay. So you have some flexibility in that. That's awesome. Okay, good. Uh, in a nutshell, just fundamentals, uh, seriously. And to just work on, uh uh, passing shooting dribbling don't worry about offense a particular offense I and mean, they're not even they're not going to be able if they're that young of players and, and basketball IQ. you um, you're going to struggle um uh having them just know spacing and running an offense not to say you can't do that you know something simple like a five out but what i'm you know not too not not too complicated and put all of your time and energy um, on fundamentals and uh, scrimmages, small-sided games, three and three, two and two, one, even one-on-one. Uh, teach them how to play the game first. Uh, but you can't get anywhere if you don't. If they don't know how to dribble, shoot, pass, right? Yes. So, yeah, so, so I'll, let me jump in for a second. Yeah. So a couple questions,
3: and you and there's some comments over the side that we can answer too. Yeah. If you want to look at those? So here's what I would do. I just put some stuff for small sided, but I got a ton of small sided stuff I'm going to be putting in. So I, I would do a lot of that one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, a lot of that um, okay, because you can't hide, right? That you want them to dribble. You want them to, you know, pass. You want them to have to, you know, ball handle, do all the things that you have to do to be a basketball player. Um, so I would spend a lot of time on that because they'll enjoy that and they're playing. And if they're, especially if they're about the same ability, um, Every practice, personally, I've spent a lot of time on ball handling. A lot of time on ball handling. Um, okay. Just because it's the first thing that kids... I mean, if you go to a park and you see a five, six-year-old, that's the first thing they learn to do. So it, it, they have to learn to dribble because you won't be able to do anything if they can't dribble. The shooting stuff will come. The passing stuff, all the nuances of the game. Um, The passing, if they're playing two and two. But they got to be able to dribble. Effectively Now, the 6'2 kid is probably going to be big. He might not have to as much, but the rest of them, I would dribble, 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 dribble. You can play dribble. There's all sorts of different fun ways you can do dribbling that we'll put in inside, um, but that would be number one. Number two would be shooting close to the basket. So if they can't shoot, don't let them shoot long threes and long ones. I would try to keep them close to the rack as much as possible. So working on layups, working on offhand layups, working on pressure on layups, um, the teams you play, how are they in comparison to
4: you? So that's that's actually really interesting. So last year um, we started off, I want to say one in seven. We had two kids quit, and then we won the last two out of three. And it was like something clicked. And, and so the, the teams that we play – um they uh, there's one particular team um named Williston and all their kids play AAU they play travel ball like they're their their kids are in it really good yeah they go to state they go to state every year um Williston High School the other schools um you know they have they have players that play they have like one or two kids and a lot of kids are multi multi multi-sport athletes so um I think we're probably like maybe a year away. I mean, they're a little bit better, but they've had a lot more experience than, than the kids that, that I have. So that's kind of what, what I'm after is, that's the reason why I have so many six, sixth graders and seventh graders. I'm just trying to get as, as kids as much playing time as, yeah. as possible. And yeah. that's
3: where that, that's where that small sided thing will help a lot too. Anything well, else, Bill, before we go on?
1: Yeah, I, no, I, footwork. I mean, that was the only other yeah, thing that yeah. often yeah. gets overlooked, but I mean, you don't necessarily have to do specific drills for footwork, but you know, pay attention to it, um, you know, in their shooting, in their passing. I think it's one of those things that's often overlooked at the youth level. And if you can start there with good footwork on the way your feet are supposed to be positioned on a a pass or on your shot too, right? I agree. But, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I think that's good, Alex. If you can just (laughs) work on the fundamentals, it might look ugly in the beginning. But like you said, it's definitely going to click towards the end. It will. It will. Okay.
3: All right. I don't know who is first, but I'll just call on Keith in my upper left corner. So I'll call on him first.
0: Yeah. All good. Um, hey, how's it going? I'm from Australia. So it's a bit um, less intense oh. over here. It seems like. Oh, so you're <laughs> where? So
3: you're. you're
0: Winner's coming. Winner's coming, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but where? Well, yeah, um, it seems like it's really involved. And I mean, it's huge in the US. Um, in Australia, it's a bit less than I'm coaching. Uh, currently, I just coach my son's team and his cousin's team, which is like 11s and 12s. Um, and yeah, our, our thing is like I get them for one hour a week. Oof. I mean, it's <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what can I fit in without fitting in too much. And since I have them only for an hour, like most of their improvements probably going to come outside of it. So what can I do to sort hmm. of get them motivated outside of the one hour that I have? What, what grade level? Uh, like 11, 12-year-olds at the moment. 12-year-olds. Okay. Yeah. So that would be,
3: it's been a while, fifth graders, sixth graders?
5: That'd be fifth or sixth grade.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> Thanks, you. It's been, it's been a while. I'm going. All
1: right, I remember Don't my son that. was a kindergarten. And- was- <laughs> fifth or sixth. Okay. I've got one in that grade. That's all. No, that's
5: all
1: okay. Well, and, you know, I heard something, and you'll and it's uh, oh. you'll hear it on the upcoming podcast. Uh, and give them the best gift you can give them is to give give them the gift of basketball and the gift of joy. And what I mean by that is, we um, the coach that I was interviewing, he's talking about just got to get them to love the game. And something you brought up, they in your particular case, you got to get them to practice on their own. And they're going to do it if they if you know if your number one job in that hour is you're the their you're their biggest fan, right? You're the cheerleader, right? That's got to be top priority for you, so that they are excited. To go home and do something on their own, so for example, one of the things I think we talk about'll we'll, you'll hear this on a, one of the upcoming podcasts is the gift of shooting. You teach someone how to shoot the right way because that's real right. We want to see the ball go in the basket and we get all excited and right, you know, and how many times have we said to our own kids, I'll give you you know we'll stop at you know, wherever, uh, Krispy Kreme and grab a donut if you score 10 points. Right. So, uh, you know, we want to see our kids score. The kids want to score. So teach them in your, in your practice, teach them one thing that will just light them up. Right. And that's the gift you're going to give them. So they get excited and work on their own. Right. And be very, be very processed. So they, um, so they can teach someone, you know, that's kind of the mentality you kind of want that they can go home and teach their parent. Cause then look what I learned today. Right. And you, you know, like for me, when I'm teaching shooting, a great example is that, you know, I have this little saying, I always do ball to the thigh, thumb to the eye, hand to the sky, you know, follow through. Right. And so they just, you know, something for easy for them to pick up. Um, anyway, that was kind of my two cents. It's
3: it, it, it's a couple things. First of all, What's the big is it soccer? What's the biggest in Australia? Biggest sport? Uh I'd probably say football, like uh, rugby. Rugby. Well, mm. I'm just saying the basketball's probably down a little ways, a little bit. It's not quite like the UK, probably. So you got a part of it's a sales part of it too. Um, is there an opportunity for them to play outside of that hour, like three on three leagues or two on two leagues or things like that?
0: Oh, uh, so I mean the the level that I'm teaching. Uh, it's a mix. Like, I mean, my son's played for like two years or so, and then I've got kids in a team that are brand new. Never um, played. So I got, and I still have to balance like not making my son bored versus teaching other kids. Yeah. I, how can I can I teach high level skills and low in the same session? So I you, give, can, you can, you can.
3: You get, you have. A, I'm assuming you have a full court, right? You have a full court.
0: uh I, I'm on a half court. <laughs>
1: And a one court. one basket
0: yeah. or yes. just one basket? Uh, yeah, I'm on a, the it's side a court that I have to share with up uh, because we've got club different club teams. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, even this week, I'm trying to get them to do like practice their just their transition offense. And I got to split it into outlet, get up the court, and then the the other half, which is you know just pass ahead, kick it ahead because they're having some real trouble with that. And I'm thinking maybe it's because we're limited to the half court. Yeah, I was talking
3: to a coach recently from
0: Australia, and the problem is is
3: is space, Bill. It really is like yeah. gym space. We think we have problems with gym space. They their clubs there are are starting to build spaces because they don't have enough gym space. Um, yeah, I yeah I, I would I would do a lot of skill work in that half court then, it, it, because then you can walk around while they're doing like ball handling, doing some stuff like that, and you can. I would try to put the more talent. I would try to do a little bit of talented and gifted things too and have the talent. They have, try to, try to group a little bit with these kids are a little bit more farther advanced than the kids that are just, this is the first time they've ever picked up a
1: basketball. Um, well, as an example with, you know, what uh, of that, and sometimes what I do is, you know, I'll go up to one of the more advanced kids. If we're doing like just take a simple layup drill, right? they are doing simple layups. I'll go up to the advanced kid and say, hey, I want you to, I want, you know, kind of whisper in there. I want you to do an inside left-hand uh finish, right? I want you to work on that, right? Because you know, he can do left-handed, right-handed layups, no problem, right? But you know, whatever, find those little things like or um we do this tennis ball drop drill where we're doing um um kind of a timing uh drill, and the advanced kids have to do more crossover dribbles than the other one by the time the tennis ball drops, right? So it's, um, it just, you know, that's how you can get a sneak in a little bit more, at least on the skill side. And if your uh, son, is,
3: if your son's like, somebody put in the chat, that home court app is a really good app too. Somebody put that in the yeah. chat and it is like anything like that that you can kind of hook them. Um, like they can do it at home. It's going to be outside. Obviously, it's going to be harder to get outside, but um, anything like that that can. Like we have shooting machines in our gym just because it hooks the guys get some more shots too. But it's a it's a hook. It's like, ooh, this is kind of cool because they're in the flashy kind of. So anything like that that you can find um, that was I mean, I I think that was Martin who said that. But that's a great like that's true. Anything like that that you can find that can get a little bit of hook because the ideally you want them to play outside of the uh, the hours. The hours definitely recreational at that point. Um, Yeah yeah I've, I mean, that's a first that that little amount of time on a half a basket is that's a, that's going to be hard to get anything done <laughs> inside
4: of practice um yeah
0: um and it's like six months oh i mean we have like 13 regular games and then they just like you could change up teams so um, right it's a different team that you're coaching so it we sounds
3: like, um, for, for the U.S., it sounds like upward almost, Bill. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like at upward yeah. of the younger right. ages. It's like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: that's almost what it sounds like a little bit.
1: Um, well, yeah, Keith, in the practice plans, you see, though, too, is they can be modified. Uh, there's, there is, um, on the right hand side, as you're looking at the practice plan, I'm forgetting the terms I use now, all of a sudden. Um, let me pull one up. Uh, you can go in there, there's kind of the basic drill. And then if you you can add constraints to that drill and progressions um, to every drill. So what I try to do, in, in, you know, with, you know, you in mind and somebody who might have two practices a week is not teach new drills every practice, but have a handful of drills and add constraints to those drills and progressions. It just makes it a lot easier. Not teaching anything new. You're just adding to what you've already taught them on practice like what like know, an example, you're
3: playing one on one. Maybe the defense is ahead of the offense. Maybe next time the offense can only dribble right. two times. Maybe the next time if you're doing two on two, maybe you have to make three passes before you shoot. Any kind of constraints, it's basically manipulating one drill to get 20 drills. It's really it's a great way especially when you're limited and you're trying to get different. I do it to do different skill sets. Like, okay, we're going to play two on two. No one can dribble with the right hand, the kind of thing. So yeah. it, those, those kind of constraints are really, they, first of all, at the younger, they love them at the younger ages. Cause it's just, they're just, you're just tweaking the game. Um, but what you're doing and they don't know it is you're working on a skill that you want them to work on. Like, all right, we're going to play three on three. No, Nobody can shoot until six passes. So what you're doing is you're making them work on passing and moving and stuff like that. So any kind of constraints like that can take a simple drill and make it much more complicated. Um, all right, go ahead, Jessica. I saw your hand there. I was not ignoring you. Like some, Like some of my seniors right now in my class, I, I'm ignoring some of them.
1: And they're <laughs> ignoring you too, Coach. So
3: they are. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> there's a foot outside the door, literally. Yeah, that's right.
5: <laughs> this time of year, that's probably very true. Yes. Um, so first, thank you very much for you guys for doing this. I was super pumped when I was um, when I found out about it. Um, so I've played basketball all growing up. Um, this past fall was the first time I've ever coached. Um, and so little background history, I have a very similar question. Um, mine said it, like Alex did, so I have a third grader and I, um, was asked to coach and I'm like, sure, I I'd love to, I wanted to get into it. Um, little did I know though, that the league we were getting into was, didn't start at third grade level. It started at the fourth grade level. So on top of that, I have seven girls. That have never played basketball outside of gym class. They had absolutely no idea what they were doing. <laughs> so, um, so I didn't know that. Didn't know that we were then going to go up against fourth graders the entire season. That and actually had an opportunity to go up against fifth graders because fifth graders could play down. Oh so, goodness. yeah, it was kind of a nightmare at first when I found this out, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wh- what's going well, on?" This is
3: the, the problem. Is you don't want. <laughs>
1: There's you an appropriate- wrote, didn't you write this in the coaching in the coaching youth hoops uh, Facebook group? I may have. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is here's the
3: issue, too, is you don't want these girls, you don't want to be their last coach, and you don't want them to stop exactly. playing because it's no fun. Exactly. I know that's horrible.
5: Exactly. That was my absolute my number one goal throughout the entire season was to make sure that they did not quit or like they still wanted to play after the season was awesome. over. So- and I think I accomplished that because I've got them saying if I don't coach again they're not going to play. I'm like, okay. All right, <laughs> we'll we'll figure that out later. So, um I had 3 weeks to start. Like I literally had to say this is a basketball. This is a hoop. This is the, the this line is for you know, I had to basically start from scratch. They didn't know what a jump ball was. They didn't know what a foul was, anything. So I had 9 hours prior to our season starting to get them to game ready. <laughs> And I focused a lot on the fundamentals and like basically explaining everything passive, like the basic stuff. Um, we ended up 0-16 for the season and we didn't win a game. Um we at most in one day we would we would uh play three games in a day each weekend and we would at most score six points total. <laughs> so these girls were so small to, um, at the beginning, they couldn't even make it to the rim from standing right underneath the basket. So I'm like, I'm not even going to focus on like shooting per se, because we, I don't think we can get form or whatever. So I have a couple questions um, and you kind of touched on it with Alex on like what to work on and focus on. So I made notes of that, but um, what are your suggestions for how many practices a week and for how long each practice I did two Practices a week for an hour and a half each. And I, towards the end, was wishing I could do a little bit longer, like two hours.
1: First off, I'd love to hear that, but. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> thinking, great. I was thinking, well, she's way. got it. She's... <laughs> well, I know. I, I just said, I'd love to hear it. I don't think it's the right way to do it, but uh I'd love to hear that. Uh, well, and you have, like, Even for you to be able to get more gym time, that's awesome. The opposite of what Keith's problem is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Third grade. So this is next year. So they're going to be in fourth grade.
5: Correct. But I will also probably have third graders again next Uh, year.
1: Yeah. Well, one, you must do an amazing job of keeping their attention for an hour and a half. Oh, I don't know about that.
5: That was very hard. Yeah. Uh, I, you know,
1: I I wouldn't do any more than an hour and a half, and the max I would do if they're at that level, um, the max I would do is two to three practices a week. Okay, um, I just yeah, I just think at that developmental level. Um, now, as they get skilled and they want more and they get a little bit older, yeah, add in add in another one. You know, they like I, yeah. I have a sixth grade girls' team, and we're gonna do and these. These girls are pretty hardcore, though. But even so, we're doing two hours and two days a week, so four hours a week. Mm -hmm. Um, But knowing them, they will ask for more, uh, which is awesome. But um, yeah, anyway, I I just think you're going to lose their attention, and 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 I think that the best thing there too is, you know, as you'll see in the practice plans, they're short. the, The each drill is short. Uh, it just keeps the kids moving five minutes, eight minutes max. I think I have on most drills. Uh, so you don't want to do anything longer than that. And if they're not getting it, and I'm guilty of it, just as probably every coach on here, um, is just if you're not getting it, that's if they're not getting it, that's your fault. Go back and re go back to the drawing board. Don't spend an hour and a half teaching the one thing because they're not getting it right right you got to find different ways to teach it um, Yeah, it's the okay.
3: tiktok it's tiktok it's like keep yeah. it fast keep it moving okay i've noticed that over the last 10 mm-hmm. years even with my yeah. older kids it's like fast it's like it, and the problem is it's hard as a teacher i want to make sure they have it before i go on to the next thing but, um, and I'm lucky cause I can have a scoreboard in my gym, but I move on. I I literally have, you have to move on. So that's what he, that keep them
1: engaged is the key. Okay. Um, Ball in their hand as much as possible the entire time. If that's, yep. uh, if that's okay. possible, um, yeah, just keep them moving. And then the other thing is I, I, I I'm training this girl, uh, this, we're doing one-on-one training and she's brand new to basketball, sixth grade girl. And she, I, you know, I asked her, just in a conversation. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite thing or what's your favorite subject in school? And she said math. you love that, Steve, math. Right. So I said, oh, perfect. So I started relating the game to math, we talked about triangles and what kind of triangle you see on the court. And we talked about angles. You should have seen this girl light up. Right. And, and you know, I talked about a gift earlier. That was a gift for her. She was so excited leaving and so excited to come back for the next one because, you know, we talked about math in basketball and that's something that she loves besides basketball. So, I mean, I say that just make sure you're relating to the kids. You're finding that gift for them.
5: Okay. Um, What else? I'll do one last question. Um, What about offensive plays? Like this year, we basically could just master the pick and roll and that was it.
1: Wow. That's I mean, I wouldn't say if yeah. you did that.
5: They just did it. I did were we successful with it? No, but they knew to do it and could do it. Um, so what else could I do?
1: Um in the again, in the coaching youth hoops, you'll see I I included my ABC offense and I call it ABC offense because it's simple and there's three simple yeah. rules. yeah. So it's always be cutting and screening, always be cutting. Um always be cutting and screening is that what he said Always and and uh yeah
3: always be moving here's the the biggest issue at that age just make sure that they're spacing and that they're moving yeah the ball screening the all that kind of stuff it's like if you can teach them to be spaced and to move then gosh if they're setting balls my my guys can't even set ball screens it's like (laughs) that's great um but i mean at, at that age, you could. I mean, you can keep it as simple. You can be as complicated or as simple as depending on the, the the talent of your group. Um, I mean, if they're spacing, you can clear out a side, and if someone can dribble well, they can get to the they can get to the yeah. rim. Um, but yeah, I would not complicate with plays, especially if they haven't played much. I would keep it. Yeah. Sim- keep kiss. No, I would keep, keep it. it the, yeah. yeah, the kiss value at this point. Keep it simple. Pass. Oh. Cut. Right. Yep. Pass so, cut, and then get some get fill. some painter's tape and put it on the on the floor. And these are the five X's. Your you should always be at. So if you're not here, you should be moving to a different one. And if okay. you teach them that ball movement, and painter's tape's good because then the janitor or custodian won't get mad at yeah. you. you can or
1: today t- on Amazon, you can go and they sell you the those numbers. circles.
3: Yeah, those yeah, big those one big, through five. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, those big plastic circles. I never like those though because anyway. I always thought I was going to trip, but I'm old.
5: So oh, sure. Thick, they're
3: not an inch thick there, old man. I know. Oh, well, they used to be, be thick in the old days. used uh, to old old days old, like frisbees, you know? And I, they're probably really thin plastic now. Yeah, they are, yeah they're All right. plastic. I can and see they, another they're, hand. They're stick to the floor. All right, Ryan, you got a question? Thanks, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Um, so I've been coaching my kids, fifth and sixth grade team, the last two years. And my biggest problem is I don't really have assistant coaches. So, like, this year, I only had eight kids, nine kids most of the time. Um, one, like, had eligibility problems. Next year, it looks like I'm going to take over the co-op and become the seventh and eighth grade basketball coach. And so I'm going to go from, like, eight kids to, like, 16. Ooh. And I have to do eighth and seventh grade as the head coach for both. Um, same, practice, you- same practice? Same practice. Yeah. Because there's only going to be, like, four – or five eighth graders, uh, all the rest of them are going to be seventh graders next year.
3: Um, number of baskets.
2: Um, I have a full gym, so I've got you know six six, six baskets. baskets. So
3: that helps. That helps yeah. That helps a lot. And how much time? Couple hours.
2: Yeah, I last year I did an hour and a half because they were all sixth graders. I can go two hours if I want to. I can do it four or five days a week if I want to. I've got pretty much free range because it is going to be going into like the IESA, so like the elementary school basketball. Yep. So thing.
3: it's going to be literally two separate teams?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to have an eighth grade team and a seventh grade team, but I'm going to have to probably have some seventh graders play up.
3: Okay. Um, wow. That's <laughs> an interest. That's an interest. I'm doing the matrix in my head. So I think what you can do, because you're going to have to do some five on five, You probably would have to, you, what I would try to do is maybe break up your practice and Bill can jump in here too. I would, when you have to, you obviously can do, if you got six baskets, you can do a lot of skill work and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. small sided stuff. But when you're doing five on five, I would do it sideways, right? Side baskets. That's 10 there. And then I would, I would, I would rotate those 10 depending on, you know, groupings and then have the other six be working on some skills at that point. While you're working with the, the 10 on the other going the other way. Um, okay. That makes sense. That's what I've done before. When I've had, like, I, 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 I think I had a freshman team once at 18. Um, okay. we didn't even have six baskets, but, um, that seemed to work. And then I gave them basically the people that are over here working, you got to give them specific things to work on. And for me, I usually had to make it competitive. I knew they would be like, all right, were you guys gonna shoot threes? Who can make the most in the next blah blah
0: blah? Right.
3: Um, so I think that that tended to be helpful. What do you what what do you think, coach?
1: Yeah, and you're the only coach, right? So
2: I have one father who comes out and tried to kind of help, but he just stands there kind of. And then I have one of the teachers who comes and she kind of attempts to help too. But she's another person who just kind of stands there, so it's a lot of me directing them what to do. Um yeah. I it's think my, she has it's eyes, it's adult knowledge.
3: eyes, it's adult eyes, at least.
1: It's yeah. at least yeah. it's adult yeah. eyes. That helps a so, little bit. So yeah. the kids aren't throwing the balls at themselves. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. She has basketball yeah. knowledge, he doesn't as much. He's okay. just kind of there to help. Well, first up, I think uh Ryan and Jessica should partner up and lease some space to Keith. That would <laughs> solve Keith's problem. All right. So <laughs> He's saying With all these He's going, "What you know, are you talking about? Yeah. Baskets? The luxury. I know." I know. Yeah. Well, it's kind of crazy too, you know. Uh, I live. I live right by uh, St. Mary's College in in Moraga, California. Right, uh, you guys have been around. If you watch the NCAA tournament, right, they made it to made sweet sixty. Anyway, they they steal a lot of players from Australia, so they're doing something right down in Australia and whatever they're doing on the basketball side. So they got a huge pipeline of Australian players. Uh okay, so but to your question, what what would I do in that particular case? Um I would think about stations also on those six baskets and match those kids up by skill level. Um, so you can run. You can kind of just rotate yourself in the middle of the gym and say, okay, we're going to work on, um, you know, whatever it might be, whatever skill you're teaching or drill you're teaching, right? Uh, and you can kind of go around or have the other parents help you go around and, you know, let the parents know, hey, these are the two thing, two or three things I'm looking for, right? Uh, you know, making sure that they're doing. Divide them up by skill level. So put the best kids together, you know, and then the kids that need a little bit more hand holding and a little bit more, you know, a um, little bit more time for development. Uh, and so that's one thing. So, but when you get the group together, as Steve said, just running uh, you could do um, at that point, what we do a lot of times is either we do five on five on five, Right where you get scored on you come out um the other team runs in because it helps them also understand knowing who to who they're going to guard right that's really quickly like in a substitution teaching them that obviously they're running full court and it's quick right they're in and out um on a when somebody scores and you still can get your sets in that way and whatever else um uh, i don't know if that was helpful to answer your question. That's a
2: good way to keep them all involved because that was one of my big problems was keeping that amount of kids involved because like last year at best we had eight kids one older brother would come into play sometimes and I would be out there playing with these sixth graders
1: running the floor Mm.
2: and I'm you know I'm six five so trying to run the floor with a bunch of sixth graders looked a little silly. I was out there trying not to do it's going to be
3: it's going to be a little bit more planning. I I, personally I'd yes exactly I'd take 16 over eight personally. Yes, uh, absolutely. Especially because you have two teams. So yeah. that's better for me. I would rather that it's just going to, for you, you're going to have to map stuff out a little bit more and probably go side basket rather than full basket. Um, and just like, and then, and some of that stuff you should track, especially if you're doing some breakdown stuff that you can keep track of, Hey, you two are going to go over here and shoot 20 free throws each. And then I want to know how many you make. And then you, this group is going to do this Well, I go over here and do that. And, and as long as they're kind of keeping, have a, board or something fill this out you know so keep them engaged and then as soon as they're done they come over all right let me grab you and put you in this group and blah 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 so it's going to be a little bit more of I, I always refer to it as controlled chaos um or hurting the cats kind of thing but um it's just going to be you don't want six kids standing around that's when you know johnny starts pulling someone else's hair and then um yeah anyway and and, uh, and
1: to emphasize what steve said is you're going to have to be a little bit more well planned yeah how you break all those kids up around those baskets so um but that's not a problem it's just you know, come yeah, up and with B- and bill and i can
3: bill and i can help too when you once yeah. you finalize once we kind of get everything finalized and it's like oh all right what 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 could this because i'm sure you're not the only person that has has
0: that no. problem yeah